1: Buffalo Bills fans, Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at buffalobrumlings.com and the host of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. As always, you can send in your questions for next week's episode at 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at rumlings QA. that's with the word and spelled out in the middle. Email address is Buffalo Rumlings at sbnation.com. can send us Facebook and Instagram messages as well, and those will make their way to me. This week, we are spending the entire episode talking about the Josh Allen extension. Uh, We're talking about numbers. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of all of that stuff. It's not a reaction podcast. It's not an opinion podcast, per se, about uh, extending Josh Allen. It's just going to be about what the financial ramifications are of the deal and the subsequent questions that popped up in the Buffalo Rumblings comments section. So without any further ado, let's get into it. If you want a written out breakdown of this, it's over at Buffalorumlings.com, pinned near the top of the page for at least one more day. But I lay it out year by year um, and with all of my opinions. So all that stuff will be in uh, the podcast today as well. But uh, let's start with Guaranteed Money. He's the first player in NFL history to sign for $100 million of fully guaranteed money. Uh, Dak Prescott was close, uh, but Josh Allen gets over the top. Um, that's uh, a signing bonus, his 2021 salary, 2021 roster bonus, so the bill's added a little bit of money uh, this year. Uh, 2022 salary, 2022 option bonus, that's the big one. That's the you know $42 million chunk right there. A 2023 salary, his uh, 2024 roster bonus all added together so he gets guaranteed money into the fourth year of this deal which is very rare uh, for an NFL contract Uh, it should be noted that he did have the next two years fully guaranteed already because of his rookie contract and the uh, fifth year option was guaranteed as well so while the Bills did add money to the next two seasons, he did have the next two years already fully guaranteed. So really, they're going from two years of full guarantees to uh, four years with guarantees. Uh, so the first three years are fully guaranteed. And then there's that um, roster bonus in 2024. His salary is not guaranteed right now uh, for 2024. A bunch of money will go from partial guarantees. So that's like an injury guarantee. It's guaranteed against injury. Um and it'll go to becoming fully guaranteed on the fifth day of the 2023 league year. Uh, so that's a, a roster bonus in 2025 of 25 million dollars, and or sorry, part of that will be 16 and a half of that 25 million dollars will be guaranteed, along with 13 and a half million of his 2024 salary. So essentially, if he gets to the fifth day of the 2023 league year. He'll have guarantee another rolling guarantee into the 2025 season. So really, the Bills aren't going to be getting out of this contract for the next uh, four or five years unless they trade him. Um, and I don't know why another team would take it on if the Bills weren't willing to keep it. So he's going to be with the Bills for the next several years. Um, uh, he's got that all that guaranteed money. It's going to roll into at least 2025 uh, so it's, it's going to be a while, uh, and that's really nice to see. Uh, in terms of average salary, he'll be making just over $43 million in average compensation, which is a, a slight under uh, uh, what Patrick Mahomes is making at $45 million a year, and just over $40 million a year for Dak Prescott. Part of that is how much money uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to make over the last several years of his contract. Um, And so those are artificially high numbers. But still, if Josh Allen plays out this contract, he's going to end up making way more than Patrick Mahomes in 10 years than Mahomes is making in his 10-year contract because he's going to get a huge siding bonus up front. He's going to get huge salaries. uh, And the QB market is going to reset between now and then. You know, Lamar Jackson's probably going to get more than $45 million per year. Um, Baker Mayfield's another guy coming up for a contract. There's other... Players that are going to be coming up for contracts in the next five years, you know, even uh, this year's first round pick, like Trevor Lawrence or whatever, like those guys are all going to be coming up for new contracts. So, you know, Mahomes is going to get left behind pretty soon, which is one of the reasons why his contract is so bad. Um, He didn't get a lot of guaranteed money either. I know that there's a ton of rolling guarantees in the Mahomes deal, which essentially means that he gets more guaranteed money for the following year every spring and so it gives him a lot of security and a lot of power with the organization but um well i'll get to that in a second so starting in uh, 2025 alan gets those massive roster bonuses three years of the four years it's 25 million there's one year where it's 15 million in there Uh, it's a cap management strategy to put those roster bonuses in there because if they want to they can take that 25 million dollars and spread it out over the next five years of the deal by offering him a restructure and putting it as a signing bonus. And so, they have they're doing that with the option bonus a year from now uh, as a cap management strategy. They don't have you know they can't absorb a 10 million dollar cap hit this year, but they can next year. So putting that 42 million dollars into 2022 allows them to spread it over the next five years. After this season, um, they could do the same thing with those $25 million roster bonuses three or four years from now and spread them over the next five years of his contract, even at a void year or eventually do a contract extension. Um, so, yeah, he cannot be cut until at least 2025. He could be traded in 2024. Um, but those are worst case scenarios and uh, just kind of formalities when discussing the contract it really locks both sides in and that's what they wanted if both sides wanted the security so Allen gets the years um and the money up front that he wanted over the next you know two three four years and the bills get the longer term that they wanted it's a it's a nice win-win for both sides there are annual uh workout bonuses uh five hundred thousand and a million dollars um, depending on the year he gets incentives which we don't know the extent of just yet um, it's a six-year extension because they had him under contract for 2022 already um, with the fifth year option but they did completely restructure that year he had 23 million dollars in salary for that year it was fully guaranteed they turned that into uh, bonus money for the most part and so he'll actually get it in the spring instead of having to wait to the season That leads me to my next talk about the Mahomes deal. You know, Patrick Mahomes, everyone's talking about the $450 million deal, half a billion dollar deal that he signed. But Josh Allen's going to make $42 million, like six months from Mahomes didn't get that money for years in his contract, cumulative years. I'm I'm talking about Mahomes got a $10 million signing bonus part of the almost $11 million he made in year one of his deal. In year two, he makes $23 million. And then in year three, he makes uh, $29 million. So it's going to take him three years to earn $63 million. Allen gets $20 million this year in signing bonus and salary. In the second year, he gets $47 million. So he's going to make $67 million in the first 10 months of this deal, of the first year of this deal, year and a half of this deal. And Mahomes is gonna make sixty-three million dollars in his first three total years. So Allen's gonna out earn Mahomes. Allen makes more in two years than Mahomes is going to make in the first three years of that deal. Getting that money up front is so, so vital and important. And at the end of the contract, Allen's gonna get out of his deal before Mahomes does. So he'll be able to re- sign another mega deal at 33 and then another deal at 37, 38, somewhere in there. Whereas Mahomes is going to sign his deal at 35 uh, or his contract expires in when he's 35. So he maybe gets one more deal um, at that mega contract status you know, from age 35 to 38 or whatever that happens to be. So it's just not a very good deal for Mahomes. And actually, uh, Mike Florio over at Pro Football Talk broke it down side by side year one uh, and year two all the way through the Mahomes deal. It's going to take until year... Let's see here. Year 8 for Patrick Mahomes to pass Josh Allen. In year 8 of his contract, Mahomes gets $60 million and Allen gets uh, $41 million. Uh, And that's the first time in eight years of deals when you compare them side by side. Uh, Mahomes signed his a year earlier, so he'll be there a year earlier. But if you compare their deals side by side, it'll take eight years, all eight years, for Mahomes to pass Allen. So Allen gets his money up front. He gets a lot more money in the first two years, a lot more money in the first three years. It's gonna take a long time for Patrick Mahomes to recoup uh, that money. And he's just gonna be behind. And that's why I've been saying over and over again that the Mahomes deal is not a very good deal uh, for Patrick Mahomes. The most significant salary cap management strategy they used was that option bonus in 2022. Earlier this offseason when I was talking about a Josh Allen contract extension, I put a $40 million uh, option bonus in there for 2022. It made the most sense because you could give him a ton of guaranteed money in the first year, the first calendar year of the deal, but use it as a cap management strategy when you know the Bills have a depressed cap in 2021 with the COVID-19 situation. Um, So it's a really, really smart play. For The bills. Um, it's a really nice um gesture from Josh Allen and his camp to wait a bunch of year uh, like a bunch of the year, whatever it is nine months, uh, eight months. It's the start of the league year, so uh, he'll he'll wait and get that you know huge 42 million dollars. Then, I mean, it's not like he's gonna go poor in the meantime, he's making like 10 million dollars in the signing bonus now and 15 million dollars over the course of the next, you know six months or so. So it's not like the end of the world for Josh Allen that he has to wait for $42 million, but um, maybe this will help him get his ducks in a row for that. Um, The cap hits are relatively even for the extension. Again, that's a cap management strategy for the future. Um, Just like this year when they um, renegotiated with uh, Tradavius White and Stephon Diggs, they pushed cap hits out into the future. So if his cap hits stay relatively consistent right now, in three years, they can take that $25 million roster bonus, convert it to a signing bonus, and spread it out over the length of the deal um, as presumably the cap is going to keep going up as the contract moves into its later years. Um, it's a great deal for both sides, like I said. I, he gets all the guarantees he wants. The bills get flexibility. The bills get years. Uh, it's, it's just really, really well done. Um, doing it this year allows them even more of that flexibility. Um, If they had waited to next offseason, it wouldn't have been the end of the world, but they would have had one fewer year to deal with that uh, the cap management stuff. And so in that regard, it's a smart contract um, and a smart timing for the contract. If you want those yearly breakdowns, go over to BuffaloRumlings.com and uh, the Josh Allen contract breakdown is right near the top. All of the years are on there. Uh, you can see the roster bonuses, workout bonuses, all that stuff laid out year by year. And that information comes from track and over the cap, I uh, cross-referenced both of those. When I come back from this quick break, I will answer some of the questions we got over at BuffaloRumblings.com. So don't go anywhere.
0: You can find it on the PropG pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: Jay Pellet asks us Did Mahomes' agent just write a number on a piece of paper and say make it happen without much thought to the structure? Before you wrote about how bad the Mahomes deal was, and this deal is showcasing it. Yeah. Um, I think that. Both sides were really interested in a 10-year deal uh, that they could say was $50 million. Um, So I do think that that's a big part of it. Um, I also think that the rolling guarantees in Mahomes' deal um, give him a lot of safety and security over the next 10 years. As we've seen with the Aaron Rodgers situation, sometimes having that security, there's no trade clause in there. Um, Having those future cap hits already accounted for Um, making his roster position incredibly, incredibly safe. Sometimes that outweighs the benefit of getting the money up front. I mean, if you're investing that money wisely, you can get a much greater return than the security that the rolling guarantees afford. But that's a different conversation for a different type of podcast. Um, There's also a big difference, I think, between Mahomes and Allen in that Andy Reid is the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's not going anywhere. And he can call plays even if Eric Bieniemy leaves. Sean McDermott, if Brian Dable leaves, is taking a chance on a guy who's never been an offensive coordinator if he um, promotes Ken Dorsey as, from the passing game coordinator job to the offensive coordinator job. So there's a lot more risk involved for Josh Allen because his head coach isn't his play caller. Now, that's not to say that Andy Reid – You know, God forbid, couldn't have a medical emergency and not be the coach of the Chiefs come, you know, a year from now or two years from now. Um, He certainly looks like he um, could have that potential problem. Again, God forbid, that is not what I want to happen. But Patrick Mahomes has security in that his play caller, his offensive um, partner in crime, isn't going anywhere because he's the head coach. And the Bills don't have that. With Sean McDermott, for better or worse, so I think that plays into part of it with the Mahomes versus Allen contract conversation. It's not just cut and dry that Mahomes left a whole bunch of money on the table. He did, but he knows he's going to make you know, 450 million or more over the next ten years. Now, I think with this contract, Josh Allen can make that much over the next ten years as well. Um, so we'll just see how it. Shakes out, okay? Um, you know, Josh Allen could definitely sign another 150 million dollar uh, deal uh, for those um, year nine and year uh, ten, or a 250 million dollar deal uh, where he gets money up front uh, for that as well. So it's, I think that the the 45 million dollars a year thing is is relevant because we're going to see it get passed here pretty soon. And that's just going to lock Mahomes in as you know, not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL for the next eight years, the last eight years of his deal, the last nine years of his deal. So that's why I think it's a bad contract. He's not going to be anywhere near the top paid quarterback in the league by the time that contract is over. Buffalo Thunderstorm says the only disadvantage of such a high cap hit with Josh Allen is we know the aging vets will either have to be team first and sign for less, or Bean will have to continue with a high success rate in the draft to find cheaper replacements. Um, You know, Bean's not got like a super high success rate in the draft. Um, Matt Milano, Deion Dawkins, those guys were drafted before he got here. Um, You know, Josh Allen obviously was a hit for him um, at this point in time. Uh, but like, you know, he, it's not like he's been able to restock the offensive line with You know, NFL draft talent to this point. We'll see how it shakes out. Same thing with the uh, defensive line. I haven't seen that shake out yet either. So, um, you know, yes, they're going to have to find cheap replacements for a lot of those positions. But as I wrote on the website on Monday, the Bills have their cornerstones locked in. They have their left tackle, they have their uh, wide receiver one, they have their quarterback. Um, If they don't find a running back, they can just keep drafting one in the middle rounds every single year. Uh, for eternity, as far as I'm concerned. You don't need a great running back. You don't need a great tight end in this offense as long as you have Stephon Diggs. Um, You know, you don't need a great left guard or a great right guard in this offense. And so, yeah, you're going to have to have some of those, you know, plug-and-play players that are making near or just above the league minimum. Uh, But that's not necessarily a bad thing when you have those cornerstones in place. When you have... Tradavius White, Jordan Poyer, and Micah Hyde in your secondary with Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano underneath, you don't need Levi Wallace to be you know a top 10 NFL cornerback. You can pay him $1.5 million to be your cornerback too. So I just think that you, when you look at roster building, they have those cornerstone pieces in place for multiple years. Um, the center position really is the one that I'm questioning right now. And Mitch Morse could stay on for another couple of years and just be fine. Or they could find a cheaper option. So, I mean, there's just the cornerstones are in place. And so you can fill around it with with aging vets and plug and go rookies, things like that, developmental guys. Uh, So, uh, yeah, that's that's a good point you made, Buffalo Thunderstorm, in the comments. Glitch, one of our uh, cap guys in the comments section, brings up a nice... A point that the last two years are are pretty confusing. It's awfully low for being five years from now, and completely at the team's option. Uh, that's usually where the fluff money is slipped in. You know, like a, a contract goes from being 45 million dollar salary to 55 million dollar salary, so that you can up the average compensation numbers and everybody looks good. Uh, that's what he's talking about. Uh, it's not like the c- contract is particularly front loaded. The first four years would still be a decent deal. Um, it's not like we prepaid in advance for those final two seasons. So um, he's just wondering why Allen would sign that when the, the the contracts for the back end are so low. And that's a good point. Um, I think part of that is that they're going to be um, pushing out cap hits into those years. So the Bills purposely kept those years a little bit lower in terms of salary cap uh, space. But also, I think that makes it a lot more likely that you'll see a deal get done um, during that year, I think it's uh, 2007, or sorry 2027, uh, you'll, you're more likely to see, see an extension from the Bills and Allen uh, to kind of lock him up for hopefully the end of his career or, or pretty darn close to it. Um, Kyle says I wish Josh Allen would have given us a hometown discount, but I understand completely why you want to secure the bag. Yeah, I I don't I'm always pro player in this. I want the players to get as much money as they possibly can. Um, You know, Josh Allen is represented by a huge firm, CAA. Uh, It's not like they can take, you know, a half price deal and set precedent for all their future clients just because Josh Allen really likes it in Buffalo or loves the Bills Mafia or or whatever you want to put in there. Yeah, Josh Allen got a market-level deal. Um, I think he did give the Bills a hometown discount, to be perfectly honest with you. They, he gave a lot of flexibility to the Bills in the contract structure of this deal. Um, yeah, he's going to get you know $50 million over the next six months. So that's awesome. Good for him. Uh, but I think he could have held the Bills' feet to the fire, um, waited this out another year, and uh, potentially even got more money so I I do think it's a hometown discount by signing early um, by agreeing to the structure the way he did so I just wanted to, uh, to throw that out there Alright, you can continue sending in your questions about the Josh Allen contract extension if you want me to answer them for future episodes. Uh, 716-508-0405. You can email us buffalorumblings at sbnation.com You can send us tweets at A with the word and spelled out in the middle. Uh, Facebook and Instagram messages will make their way to me as well. There's tons of ways to get in touch with the show. Uh, please send in your training camp preseason questions as we approach the 2021
0: NFL what does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself.